1: Introducing the new Starbucks Pistachio Cream Cold Brew. Silky Pistachio Cream Cold Foam tops our bold, smooth cold brew for a delicious twist on a favorite winter flavor. Make today a good day. Order ahead on the Starbucks app. Oh, we're in for a long one. A long weekend, that is. And you deserve to spend it on the couch with a glass of something good. Luckily, there's Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery. With Drizzly, you can compare prices on the
0: biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits,
1: then get them delivered quickly. So download the Drizzly
2: app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com today.
1: Welcome to No Filler. I'm Quentin. And I'm Travis. Time for another What You Heard. Here's Josh Hami covering Paul McCartney's Lavertree Lil. Look out for
0: Lavertree Lil. Look out for Lavertree Lil. You think that she's a winner when she's cooking you your dinner, but she's really moving in for the kill. tree Watch out for Lavatory Lil Watch out for Lavatory Lil She says it's talk you dory when she's telling you her story, but she really Mm Oh
1: Love it, dude all about it i mean it was fucking perfect man yeah so as we mentioned that was josh josh ham doing uh homie shit on, one of these days josh right? Homie doing uh laboratory lull by um, paul mccartney on the uh, mccartney 3 imagined man when you look at the the list of 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 uh artists that contribute to this beck krongban blood orange saint vincent anderson pack i mean what if i mean of course like he can get any artist to to do a i mean everybody's in line for that right like sign me up for that personally curated by mccartney so okay he's a big fan of you know all what? these that, artists yeah that means he said give me josh homie give me krong ben. hell yeah dude yeah it's awesome um and like you said that is a it's Straight up Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah, I was gonna say it's a perfect song for th- for them. Yeah, that that sounds more him. like I want to know if he if he had any of his his usual crew uh, collaborate with him on this song. If it's just him, so I don't know if McCartney actually is anywhere near these recordings. I doubt mm-hmm. it. I'm sure that they're just mm-hmm. recorded by the other artists and sent his way. Yeah, but that solo sounded like McCartney on the guitar. And I love that. And my guess is that Hami was paying tribute to McCartney's style of guitar playing. Yeah. Well, so you remember when we did our Queens of the Stone Age episode and we played some of those clips of, of of Hami talking about his approach to guitar playing and how he just takes things and and just does them slightly different than like the normal and it makes it that unique Josh Hami, like, like you said- that's a That sounded like McCartney is what you are saying, mm-hmm. but it was also like distinctly Hami. So yeah, he's probably doing McCartney like in in, in the style of, of obviously, because that's Hami. Hami can't play guitar without without sounding like Hami, you know what I mean? His guitar sound and, and style is so unique, you know, but that's what's cool about but that. But that was a McCartney solo. And that was, was right when I heard that, I was just like, floored. Yeah, he's probably just paying homage to, homage to obviously, homage to McCartney, but he's still doing it in a Josh Homme way. Love it. But yeah, I was going to say, I feel like that sounds more like a Queen of the Stone Age song than some of the latest Queen of the Stone Age releases. Well, that tells you something, dude, because that was just Homme by himself. Allegedly. I haven't looked into it. He may have collaborated <laughs> right. with some of his, his usual people. But anyway, so um, yeah, go check out McCartney 3 and then listen to McCartney 3 Imagined. Um, yeah, Lavertree Lil, I mean, it's it, this isn't too far off from how the actual song sounds. If you, I don't know if you've heard it yet, Trev. That's cool. All right, so we're, let's just jump right in here and kick it off. This is how we typically do it. If you don't know, what you heard is our monthly mixtape, is what we like to call it. So I bring five tracks to the table, Quentin brings five tracks to the table, and we just go back and forth. We don't know what the other one is bringing, so... Um, we usually like to play off each other if we can so yeah try to make it flow. if i got something that that'll flow well with what he just played i'm gonna drop it for you because exactly. i got a long list here i've got five in mind but i've got a really long list of what you heard's that i could i could drop any moment here dude i've got five and that's it so uh, this is what i'm stuck with Oh, well, i have a what you heard playlist that's, that's forever evolving and that's a private one not the public one that anyone who's listening can can find uh, which is our Official What You Heard playlist on Spotify, but I've got my own secret one that I've just, I'm just dropping tunes in left and right. Anyways, Trev, what you been Heard lately, brother? All right. So, this first track is, um, an artist that was, that was, uh, brought to my attention, brought to both of our attention, it turns out, by our good buddy Mitchell, who, um, sweet, sweet Mitchell. We have mentioned this guy's name quite a bit, uh, throughout the, uh, the history of No Filler. So, um, Yeah, you know, just like Quentin and I have always shared music with each other, like we do the same with Mitchell. Um, Sometimes we'll just say, hey, check out this tune, man. I was listening to it. Thought you'd like it. In case you don't know who Mitchell is, uh, he's our lifelong friend. We've known him. I've known him longer than any other person besides family members. Yeah. Yeah. So um, he's a big music buff like we are. Uh, One day we will have him on the show. One day. But uh, today is not that day. But we do have a, an artist that uh, brought, was brought to our attention by Mr. Mitchell himself. And, uh, man, so he, he recommended a tune. I dug into the artist and and stumbled upon. Actually, this is the one that you told me to listen to, Q. This song is great, man. It is great. So these guys are called Good Boy. They are from Brisbane, Australia. Australia, Australia. Uh, they they just know how to turn out the, the good music these days you know there's something in the water man for sure yeah um so yeah we're gonna listen to a song off of their record that came out in last year almost a year ago to the day from april 20th of last year uh this album is called it takes a lot of skill to milk a mare and the song here is called crf good vibes man yeah it just brings it's a like smile a party song smile to my face man but yeah so um as they are as they self describe, cue on their band camp page it's just four mates coming out of brisbane looking for a nice time <laughs> and they do <dude, laughs> That's perfect they know how to make they, they know how to, how to how to make me have a nice time <laughs> uh, when i listen to this music it's just great man but yeah it's it, good stuff it is in the vein of the indie rock sound that that you and i um are super uh familiar with um intimate with right from from our our um our days of, of coming into manhood <laughs> uh, you, you know <laughs> blossoming youth the, the music that we that we you know our bread and butter from the 2000s right? early 2000s yeah man. yeah so like i, I thought this was funny because you know in band camp the artists can tag whatever tag they want on a song right and i saw this pop out of me for this song pony pop Oh no! And I was like, "Is that a real thing?" I googled it. It's not. They just came up with it. <laughs> okay. Uh, so when you click, if you click on the tag "pony pop" on Bandcamp, it's just three of their releases. So this is a term that they've come up with. But this is pony pop. You heard it here first, pony pop. Um, I don't know what that means. Obviously, if you if you if you search pony pop, you're gonna see some pop vinyl figures for My Little Pony. Is what I just found out. <laughs> that makes sense. So as far as the rest of the world is concerned, pony pop. Is referring to my little pony pop vinyl figures but well listen man you know pony pop when you hear it you know and this yeah, is pony pop you, you know now that now that there's no other there's no other term i'd use this is pony pop plain <laughs> and <laughs> simple but no here's the um here's their description of the song i think it's hilarious and i can you know they're from australia so you can almost hear their accent crf stands for nothing not unlike all-round, dislikable bloke and pig in a wig, the dishonorable Joe Hockey. I don't know what the fuck. This absolute scumbag spends taxpayer money on fancy food and plonk. He is a bit of a shit political figure and has little backbone. Enjoy the song. <laughs> wow. So they're either they either made up someone named Joe Hockey or that's a person in Australia that they're just not big fans of and they want to go public about it. Yeah, they just came up with the term, CRF, and they're just saying that, man, this this guy's a total CRF, you know? He's a scumbag, whoever this person is they're talking about. Let's pony pop this asshole. Yeah. Classic pony pop. All right. Well, that's, yeah. Great song, man. Check out these guys. CRF. This album's great, man. Um, Yeah, it is. Yeah, so- Thank you, Mitchell, for sharing this this band with us, dude. Thank you. Always bringing good vibes, brother. Speaking of Queens of the Stone Age, there is a track on this record that I thought was funny. It's called- teens of the stoned age oh it has a has a d at the yeah. end they're stoned. teens of the stoned age nice so there you go good boy has good taste in music because that, that likely means they are fans of josh Homme and, and the queen of the stone age all right q i'm gonna throw it over to you for your first pick what you got for us all right man well i've been living in that classic early 2000s Garage Dream Pop stuff for a couple of weeks now, dude. Actually, from that era or no bands uh, sound like this it? is all really new stuff. Okay, so this is going to be kind of a long-winded explanation, but I want to give proper cred to how I found out about this artist. So, um, there is a person who is uh, pretty active on Reddit. I'm subscribed to the Cocktails subreddit cuz I used to bartend back in the day. Uh and this there's a, there's a user on Reddit called Mixed Drink Mixtape. And this person, I don't know if it's a guy or a girl or are they or are them. They make cocktails, throw up the recipe, and then they curate a playlist to fit the style of the cocktail. Mm. Pretty cool idea, I think. Um so this person has, let's see, on Spotify, we have Oh, man. I mean, look at this, dude. I'm scrolling down dozens of playlists, and they're all curated perfectly to go along with a cocktail. And he gives you the recipe for the cocktail, too. So, uh, one that I was jamming out to pretty hard uh, a few weeks back is called Old Pal Millennial Dad Rock. <laughs> uh, that's kind of sad to think about the dad rock. Is referring to the 2000s now. Yeah, there's some great stuff on here, dude. And here's the funny thing. I'm not playing an artist that I heard from this playlist. But I found an artist on here called Jude Schuma. Just classic garage rock good stuff. And he has a playlist on Spotify. Now, this is something that I'm learning about Spotify that I love. And I'm finding tons of awesome Mm. music directly from the artists that I love. A lot of artists make playlists yeah. on Spotify. A lot of indie artists will do that. Like whenever it's a big, like a massive band, yeah. I'm always skeptical. It's like, is that really the band, or is that like, you know, their label that did that? Some some intern at the label, right? Exactly. I, I am skeptic of that too. But so Jude Schuma has a playlist of his called Today's Top Hits. It says in parentheses here, a bona fide compilation of inspiration. Lots of brand new stuff on here. I found an artist on here that I am quickly falling in love with, dude. He goes by Yacht Club, Y O T. So uh this is a an EP of his called Nature Machine. Came out last year. Uh and this whole it's a little five-piece EP. Dude, you're gonna fall in love with this guy's sound. A five-piece EP. What? Five Did I say five piece? Oh, five piece (laughs) EP. Five track EP is what I meant, I guess. (laughs) Uh, All right. So here is track four off the EP. This song is called Waterfall. trying to place my finger on i got you dude okay tell me reminds me of and i can't think of the name of the guy off the top of my head singer of balkans okay i wasn't gonna go in that direction but i can see that too very uh um, julian Casablancas. definitely out of that era yeah like you were saying now this came out in 2020 and that's what's interesting to me is that just came out last year yeah and we've i think we've talked about i can't remember you know when i started to see the garage rock sound comeback or if it's just always been there and I'm just making that up in my head, but it feels like it's sort of making a comeback, right? Oh, it is for sure. Dude. And I got a few more tracks to, to prove that to you tonight, man, for sure. Okay. Well, yeah. So, uh, you know what else I thought of? Now this is, I'm pulling this way out of left field here. You remember Darwin D's? Yes. Holy shit. I hadn't thought about that guy in forever, man. Now his, his stuff was a little bit poppier than this. It's a little bit more kind of, uh, sleepy, bedroom kind of stuff. Yes. But like same kind of vibe, vocally at least. Yeah. But um yeah. It's good stuff. Good stuff, dude. So who now who are these the nice guys? Okay, yeah, I was about to like... I was about to bring that up. So I was trying to okay. figure that out. I'm like, all right. Cause so on this EP there's two artists mentioned. Yacht Club, nice guys. I think they're the scouting agent dude. They put their name behind these up and coming indie artists and they just slap their name on it. See that little Kool-Aid man face at the at the corner of the Okay, album. yeah. That's the Nice Guys logo. And nice. I don't I think they just produce and scout talent. Honestly, I think that's what it is. They have discography that is all just compilation records. And I think this is all people that that are under there. I think it's just a record label, honestly. Um but yeah, so if you liked Yacht Club, search for Nice Guys on Spotify, SoundCloud, whatever. And they're they're finding so I I dove deep, dude. I found a lot of great artists from Nice Guys, um, in this vein. Now Travis, I have to play one quick little snippet of another Yacht Club song because when I found this out, I thought Travis is gonna fucking love this, dude. Okay. So under his uh, Spotify page, if you just go to his bio, I think all it says is more tracks on Bandcamp and SoundCloud. So I said, oh, I'm gonna hop onto SoundCloud and Bandcamp, and he's got a bunch of just unfinished you know uh unreleased stuff on SoundCloud at the very bottom or towards the bottom uh there's a talking heads cover dude mm. this must be the place naive, naive melody. melody yeah so here's yacht club's version of it he calls it naive mel It's amazing how how well that song translates, you know. don't you love when that happens, dude? Yeah. So like that reminded me of Washed Out, the way that Washed Out guy sings. Big time. Um, I don't remember his name, unfortunately, but um This guy's great, dude. I love how the cover art was Buckley Buckley and Luann, yeah, jumping on the trampoline. That's a great scene it in is. that ep- in that episode. That's not a talking head song that plays during that, is it? No, they're jumping up and down to a um dream academy yeah man. what a great scene talking king of the hill for people who don't who don't know <laughs> yeah if you're if you're not in the know <laughs> anyways man yeah i'm glad that i'm glad that i kept scrolling dude i listened to a lo- bunch of stuff on this soundcloud before i got to that yeah that's cool um but yeah so that's yacht club uh i love what this guy's doing i really hope to hear more from him soon all right man pass it back to you what you've been heard all right so i found a, a so um, what are they called? Chemists. So I've talked about chemists before. We did an episode on them. Uh, they're a doom metal band, although they're, they're, they don't like that term, but they're a doom metal band um, out of Colorado. Anyway, they posted on their Facebook account, they were included in this this um, award thing called the Doomies. So there's a publication called Revolver and they they had a, a, a poll where they were kind of asking their readers, like, hey, vote on, you know, what was the best um, new artist, new Doom artist of 2020, the best, uh, you know, debut album uh, from a Doom artist in 2020, stuff like that, right? And uh, one of them was like, well, w- w-, you know, what's the best cover? Um, and Kimis was on there for their, um, their cover of uh, a song by um, – and I'm, I'm I'm blank. This is not the song I'm bringing, so I'm just, you know, providing un, unnecessary information here. Uh, I don't even remember what it was, but um, okay, here it is. It was "Rainbow in the Dark," which is a song by um, Dio, I think. Anyway, so they were on um, they were on this Doomies poll for um, for their their cover song, but I I started poking around because like, hey, this is the Doomies 2021. This is arguably the best new Doom artist, right? Um, they've since closed these polls, but if I remember correctly, this band called Cryptograph was on the the uh, the poll for um, best new album, best debut album. Let me let me correct that. So best debut album of 2020. So anyway, I'm going to play a song here from this band called Cryptograph, and I would put them in the camp of more of a um, like a psychedelic doom band. Cue. So I think you're going to. I'm all about it. I think you're going to like it. So the song is called Seven. My kind of heavy, dude. Yeah. And that's, you know, that falls straight in line with the heavier sound of the 60s, right? Love it. The Sabbath, um, you know, those types of bands, right? You know, and the reason I say psychedelic, I guess, is because there's a little bit of that. I'm actually going to play. I'm going to play a second clip here. This song is nine minutes and 20 seconds long. So it gets into like progressive rock territory, right? But like, I'm going to play a solo here in a second. But I just wanted to get your take on that. So, like, yeah, I love this. Like you said, man, this is this is the kind of heavy that like is a little bit more accessible to maybe people that aren't metalheads. You know, Q, we've talked about you in um, in the kiddie pool of, of metal with your floaties on. I still got the floaties, but you and Mitchell are quickly turning me and Ronnie too. Ronnie, I still haven't listened to those uh, suggestions you gave me, but i um, next time I got to mow that lawn, I'm all over it. I need to look at those. And and, and, um, she gave us quite a few. Chime in, yeah, dude. Uh, Anyway, but yeah, because you know what what this uh, is—it's—it's a little bit of that harder blues rock infused type uh, stuff, like like what was happening with Sabbath, right? Um, I like reading comments on um, Bandcamp sometimes because you're you're hearing other perspectives from listeners. One person said, "Bill, Geezer, Ozzy, and Tony are here." Referencing Black Sabbath, Eric and Buck are here. I gotta be honest; I don't know who he's referring to. <laughs> Jimmy and John Paul are here. That's obviously Zeppelin. The result is this just sounds like a great. This is kind of a chopped up sentence. Let me say this good. The result is this. Oh fuck. <laughs> the result is this great and timeless hard rock album, not a doom record or a desert rock or a retro psych record or anything else. Just a fine record. Indeed, they're right, and that's kind of one of those things we talk about, where it's like, yeah, we could throw the doom label on them, but you know, we could just also say it's it's a great hard rock album. You know, it's got a bunch of different sounds that are going into it. Um, it just falls most neatly into the doom camp of metal's landscape right now, right? But if you just look at it as a a great hard rock record, absolutely, and for a debut record, this is this record is amazing so it's a self-titled record go check it out it's called cryptograph and that's the name of the band and the record but let me uh let me uh bring this back in here so we can hear uh this first solo that happens Yeah, man, that's good stuff. I I was just reminded of who of who in the same vein. Was that a sentence? <laughs> <laughs> I I yeah, I follow I followed it. <laughs> uh if you like that sound, one of my all-time favorite psych rock on the heavy side albums from the 2010s is the album Ruins by Wolf People. Hmm. Came out in 2016. Trav, I know you're all about that album too. Yeah. Very similar vibes, yeah, dude. Heavy, solid psych rock. Good stuff all around, dude. Crypt- yeah. how, how do you say their name? Cryptograph. Cryptograph. Okay, dude. But yeah, that love it. You know, it's hard. To, it was hard to fade during that solo. It kept going, right? Yeah. But um, yeah, like I said, that you know, that song is nine minutes and twenty seconds long. It's the longest song on the record. Uh, but anyway, check them out, Cryptograph. That song was called Seven. All right, Q. I'm gonna throw it back at you. What you got for us next? All right, man. Well, I got a fun one for you. It's another another one from Reddit. So uh, this is from, was posted on thrift store halls. I like to see what people find from thrift stores. It's a really fun subreddit. This guy, the username is, I know the alphabets. One of my favorite <laughs> things about Reddit, dude. Everyone <laughs> is always on like top of their game when they're picking their usernames. So I know the alphabets. Clarifies that this wasn't found at a thrift store, but in a dumpster. Now, look at this, Travis. This person found a rather large box of cassette tapes. That That's... Now, that's... Look at this. This is an entire collection. That's something else, man. In a dumpster. Yeah. Wow. So, I'm going to okay. zoom in and see, see what we've got here. Okay? So, here's what I did. I zoomed in and... It's I, almost in alphabetical order. I started thinking... No, he, they did put it in alphabetical order. Okay, he did that. Okay. And I started thinking... Okay, any 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 artists that I don't recognize, I'm going to listen to their stuff if I can find stuff on them. And okay. I, did, I, I went through a, a good chunk of these artists. So anyways, the people you know, we got Alice Cooper, we got Aerosmith, ACDC. We got a ton. Here's what I found out. All the bands that I didn't recognize the name of, it's cookie cutter uh, hair bands. Like the- The first Black Sabbath. First Black Sabbath. cassette, that's dope. Um, but the stuff that you don't recognize is the glam rock- Like Blue Murder. Yeah. You can just tell by the... Yep. Uh, What else we got? Dude, now, you want to talk about... We could do an entire podcast on this guy's find and do every single record. That'd be interesting. We won't do it, but that could be interesting. I'm going to reach out to this person and see if they're cool with me posting a picture of this on our subreddit. I mean, on on our Twitter page, because it's really cool. Anyways, so one of the top comments on this, uh, they say, nice 80s collection... Someone must have kicked the bucket. That's kind of sad. Uh, Isn't that something, dude? Like, think about that. Your record collection is going to end up in a dumpster. Yeah, it's pretty sad. Or at a thrift store when you die. Yeah, dude. But there you go. It's it's lived on. This guy's music collection, this person's music collection lives on. And that's cool. Yeah. So this person says, give that King's X tape a listen. And Quentin, you said, I sure will. And I said, oh, I shall, yeah. Hey, that's yeah. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> so, I I was able to actually read what the album name was on the, okay. on the little cassette. Uh, and out of the cookie cutter, just I'm talking like probably ten of the artists that I checked out, it all sounded like the same band. These guys stood out. Okay. So this is a band again called Kings X. This is an album of theirs from 1989 called Gretchen Goes to Nebraska. This one is called The Difference, parentheses, In the Garden of St. Anne's, On the Hill. ¶¶ So, obviously, some Crosby, Stills, and Nash um, is what jumps out at me. They don't sound like this at all. They they harmonize a lot, okay. but they are a lot more, I got to play another song, dude. I'm sorry. But I have to. All right. I have to. This is going to be a long episode, my friend. I know, dude. But this is just one of those moments, dude. One of those magical musical moments. <laughs> yeah. Never in a million years would I have found right. out, found out about this band if it wasn't for this guy sharing this box of cassettes that he found in the dumpster dude and that and the funny thing is that guy on reddit went through and looked and scanned and said make sure you listen to king's x exactly that's the only one he said to listen to yep and i know i can see why too all right so here's another one you're gonna like this dude uh so this one's called pleiades Mm. Yeah, that's amazing cuz like you know, when you said it came out in 89, I was wondering, are we going to hear a, just a smidge of what was to come around the corner, you know, in 90s rock, right? And that did sound a little bit grungy, a little bit. But that's what was right. That was that was what was happening in the late 80s bleeding into the, the 90s, right? Right before the grunge moment happened. But what's funny is like his voice almost sounded like the Dream Academy guy a little bit. Oh. which is funny because you just i mean that's random and, and just, i'm just connecting because because we talked about them you, earlier you just mentioned them but i yeah but seriously it had that leftover like the hangover stuff from the 80s from the like still new age in there. stuff yeah and, still dude. in there you know making its voice heard so what what i gathered from that person uh taking the time to type out that comment and say hey check out king's x yeah that's the one that matters out of like out of the more obscure stuff, this is According one of the ones to that, that guy. Well, but dude, I I took the time to listen to a lot of these bands. Okay, so you poked around, yeah. I poked around. Uh, these guys stood out for sure. Yeah, I mean that's really great. I, I'm gonna have to i have to listen to that later. Because uh, of the two songs you played, a, a very wide range there. Because um, like I said, I was like I was like, hey, Crosby, Stills Nash. But that second song, nothing nothing like that whatsoever, right? Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. So anyway, very cool. So, holy shit, dude. This is going to be a lengthy sode. I just Told realized. Man. Told you, man. All right, back to you, brother. Let's rapid fire these puppies. All right, we'll try it. We'll try to rapid fire. here. Okay, I've got a song. So, this is an artist I've been listening to for a very long time. He's sort of in the same vein as a Tycho. Okay, so this is instrumental and um it's electronic and it's here we go, cue hypnagogic there it is I uh, just wanted to bring that word into the episode so um his name is infinite scale at least that's what he goes by his actual name is harmy palda and uh he's been making music since the late 90s uh his his bio that he uses on several different places he actually talks about it's written by him which is interesting he's like most of the early equipment i purchased such as the novation supernova technox quasi midi alessis midi verb and the mac g4 still exist i found it difficult to part with these tools as they were such an important part in developing my sound which is exactly what scott hansen talked about you remember yes and that is the first artist where we brought up the word hypnagogic pop was when we were talking about Tycho. so that's perfect Uh, on this on this podcast yeah on on this podcast uh and can i just say real quick dude Quasi MIDI, come on, what an awesome name. I know, right? And <laughs> fucking brilliant. Um, anyway, so that that's kind of I, – I love the idea of that. Like if you started in the late 90s making music and you cultivated your sound using what now is like old school outdated equipment where you could just try to find – some sort of patch or something like that, or some sort of like thing to make that sound. Like you don't want to, because like it's exactly what Scott Hansen said. Dude. Yeah, exactly. Because like this is these are the these are your instruments, right? Right. This is your sound. This is your um, yeah your setup. So anyway, uh, I'm just going to play a record, or a song off of his first record. It's not his first record. It, well, maybe it is. It came out in 2005. It must have been re released in 2017, but it came out in 2005. It's called Sound Sensor. And I'm going to play a song called Ghost. Some coding music, huh, dude? I can see you just typing away, it's getting into the zone. Absolutely, but yeah, I just I love this kind of music. Obviously, um, I think I've talked about that. You know, this this is what I gravitate toward for for good. Depending on what I'm doing, this is good background music for me. But um, yeah, if you like this kind of music, I've got a playlist for you that I've been working on since 2013. Which is crazy to think that that Spotify has been around that long i know that's silly to think about but that's nutty you know to think about yeah for some reason in my in my mind spotify is not that old but it's almost a decade old but i've got a playlist of stuff like that that's like almost 20 hours long the playlist hit me up on twitter and i will i will send you a link to that spotify playlist anyway um it's called hypnagogic idm q if you're wondering so i wanted to oh I'm, i'm already subscribed to that dude Oh, you're one of my seven followers, huh? Yeah, dude, of course. Hmm, I wonder who else is following me. (laughs) I wish I could see. Like, you can't see followers on Spotify, which is kind of weird. Yeah, that's kind of dumb. Anyway, um, they're called Infinite Scale, or he, I should say, is called Infinite Scale. Check out his music on Spotify or Bandcamp or SoundCloud. Uh, He's all over the place. Apparently, he's also composed music for BBC, both radio and TV. So you may have heard his music on the BBC and you didn't even realize it. All right, Q. I'm going to throw it back to you. What you got for us? All right, man. I got to give another shout out to... uh, What was the name of that guy, dude? Oh. uh, Shout out to Jude Schuma, who is the artist that uh, has a playlist called Today's Top Hits. It's funny, I'm not playing any of his music, but he's got great music too. Like I said, it's more garage rock, uh, indie pop kind of stuff. It's good. But he has a killer playlist. And uh, another one of the artists I found on there goes by Strong Boy, all one word, B-O-I, is how you spell boy. Uh, And she released a little EP. Actually, this is just a single. Came out last year. The song is called Tough Girl. That's amazing there's so much going on right there there's something happening dude in this like right now between last year and right now yeah between this stuff and yacht club and nice guys i mean but would you say strong boy is like garage rock though not at all no okay i cannot tell you how many songs i heard not cookie cutter but in this i'm just telling you right now that sounded very unique to me i haven't heard anything like that was almost like a like a Astrud Gilberto kind of vibe to it, like Bossa Nova. A little bit. Uh you know, there's a lot of things going on in that. Uh but I was reminded of like uh Sade a little bit, the vocals. Yes. And Astrud Gilberto. Yeah. I think so. Love Get Some Gilberto. I think the point I'm trying to make, if I could, you know, clarify. I think yeah, that- you need to, uh, you need to do some clarifying. <laughs> what are you talking about? There's a shift There's a shift in music okay. all right, happening all right. right Yeah. Now. I hear you. Yeah, uh, sure. With younger artists. Uh, yeah. I think I can hear it. Because these are all brand new artists, dude. Most of them don't have more than just a handful of singles out. It's uh, yeah, all brand I what new what stuff. There, there's a, yeah, I hear what you're saying. There is a shift toward- man, Why did that take so long to get out of my brain, bro? Sorry, man. You know what? I've had a rough day. You guys don't know how rough it was. But Travis knows. Because I was raging pretty hard earlier. I'll share the story at the end of the, of the episode. I'll try to make it quick. Yeah. Okay, so... All right. So I guess I'll pass it on to you, brother. So that was, again, uh, Strong Boy. That was a great track. Really good. All right, Q. As you know, I've been I've been hanging out in the, um, the Dream Punk, Vaporwave, whatever you want to call it, that pocket for a while. Like, I fell into the rabbit hole. I've, I'm still in it. I'm still falling. So I'm just going to bring another track. There's not much... The thing about these guys, these artists, there's not much... Out there about them, unless they maybe have a description on their SoundCloud page or something like that. So I really don't know much about this person. Uh they go by the name modcom81. And I'm just gonna play a track off of their their album that came out last year called Pagan Two Plus One. And this song is called Rise Up. a minute and 43 seconds. That's the song. I was getting some old school, like, Detroit techno. Mm Mm-hmm. Very much so. You know what's funny about that? A little more industrial, though. Is that, yeah, and and like, you know, some drum and bass kind of stuff. Or at least with the, you know, the speed of the drums, right? Yeah. But like, it's funny you said Detroit techno, because like, you know, that that part in the middle that kind of sounded almost video game-ish, almost. Mm Mm-hmm. Kind of reminded me of the Streets of Rage two soundtrack, which was inspired by Detroit techno. So there you go. Wasn't that a game inspired by Street Fighters? Yeah, it was actually. It was it was uh, Sega's or it was uh, this company's, this publisher's, uh, you know, answer to Street Fighter, right? Like this is what they. You can actually listen to the soundtrack on Spotify. They they re released it last year. We played the shit out of this game. Yeah, it's a great game. Actually I think we I think we had this as our outro music to our Comtrues. Oh, you might be right. Um, maybe. It was either that or Shinobi. But anyway, when you listen to the music from Streets of Rage 2, it's a great electronic uh you know, Detroit techno type soundtrack. Like if you really think about it. Yeah. Cool. So anyway. All right, Q, what what else you got for us here? All right, dude. Uh I'm gonna take us back to some more kind of punk garage rock stuff. This is the debut self-titled from a band called Fake Fruit. They are a punk rock, kind of garage rock outfit out of Oakland, California. Big fan of this album, dude. Really great, like, freshman release. Getting some Courtney Barnett vibes from the singer. And you know I'm all about Courtney Barnett. I do know this about you. Uh, Fake Fruit is like if Courtney Barnett was in, like, a pop-punk band. Um, I'm just going to read this quick little snippet of them on their band camp page. It says fake fruit, distill pink flag era, wire, pylon, and mazzy star to expound on the absurdity of modern life. Front woman, Hannah Diamato leads the group through three minute clapbacks of minimal moody post-punk. All right, dude, this is probably my favorite on the record. It's, it's not a duet, but this is one of the only times you hear the one of the other guys in the band sing along. This song is called Swing and a Miss.
0: I suck my neck out, 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 for you I did suck my neck out, 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 for you I did. It was a swing and a miss. That's all right. It was a swing and a miss. That's all right. It was a swing and a miss. That's all right. It was a swing and a miss. You didn't make me
1: come. I love it. So... Yeah, there's definitely a a um a sound that's 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 starting to 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 be very prominent in in like the indie scene like you're saying, Q. And I'm I'm diving deep, dude. <laughs> I'm all about it, yeah. I'm all, I'm 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 here for it. So like it's a three-piece, which that's the- what have we been saying about three pieces, dude. That's my favorite kind of fucking band right now, dude. Three pieces, I'm all about them. Yeah. And I will say that her her lyrics in a lot of the other songs are very quick and witty, like Courtney Barnett. She sings very much like Barnett. She must have been a pretty big influence on her. But I will say that there's a lot more lyricism in the majority of the songs. This one I just liked because it was a little bit different and it's kind of a back and forth between the two. Good stuff. Self-titled Fake Fruit. Album just came out, I think, like early last month. So, brand new stuff. All right, dude. Rapid fire brother last they we're coming around the bend okay i'm just gonna get right into it here so um i'm gonna play a song by a band called ttng they used to go by this town needs guns but they changed their name after the release of this record that i'm gonna play a song from so they were still the album art for this record still says this town needs guns on it but anyway this is a math rock Emo Band Q from Oxford, England. And I'm going to play the first song off their second record. The album is called 130000. The record, or I'm sorry, the song is called Cat Fantastic. Here we go. the more upbeat happy sounding math rock dude most of it's more in like the Foles, uh more like post hardcore vein dude i gotta tell you i in my experience i i find math rock usually sounds more like this and less like Foles. so you should point me in the direction of more math rock stuff that sounds like post hardcore stuff because okay that's not my experience. i guess you're you know what dude you've been listening to like elton 11 and bands like that for yeah, for years now right and they're they're definitely yeah. more in that happy vein yeah i guess so i never really thought about them as math rock but i guess they sometimes fall into that vein but like th- these guys they actually they cite their influences as owls american football and make believe certainly american football and that's yeah that's kind of what i like about them it's that lighter it's it's uh you know it's emo it's in the it's in the emo vein but it's got some of those like more complex guitar guitar work and stuff like that i I love that guitar riff that just kept happening that little that little ditty that they did there yeah um i love it it's good anyway that was a band called ttng that song was called cat fantastic which is uh my screen name on uh, snapchat just kidding (laughs) it's not cat fantastic but i'm not even on snapchat so yeah whatever all right Q, what you got for us Last track of the night. All right, dude, I got another doozy. Now here's the beauty of the age in which we live in as music lovers, dude. Like I said, I'm finding more and more great artists through artists on Spotify. Uh, the members of Fake Fruit. I don't know which one. Let me see if I can find out. Uh, they've got a playlist on here. Okay. Uh Alex. So Alex is the Okay, Alex plays guitar in Fake Fruit. He has a playlist on Spotify. Guess what this what the playlist is called? What's it called? Kid? It's called Hey, listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's how you get somebody's attention right there. Uh, and I listened to it, dude. And I'm glad I did. Uh there is a great group on here called Naked Roommate. The album is called Do the Duvet. I don't know, why Travis, but I love this red album cover is just popping, dude. I love that color of red. That is it's popping. It's popping. Everything about this album cover is cool. It's got like an old um like punk rock uh concert flyer vibe to it. Uh, this almost looks like one of those like flimsy like uh 45 sleeves, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh and the music is fitting, I'd say. Very minimalist uh Punk stuff. You're gonna love this dude. Alright, so again, the artist is Naked Roommate. This is an album called Do the Duvet, came out last year. This song is called Repeat. There's definitely a, th- a th- like a theme, and, and I'm telling you, man, this is what I'm saying. So I heard like some, like a, almost like a, a 80s new wave punk, Talking Heads kind of came to mind to me. Maybe, yeah, yeah, I can hear that. But yeah, this is interesting. I, I hey, I'm all about this, man. If the if the uh, if the 80s are coming back, but with a, a, a new spin on it, like I'm I'm all about it. You know. Well, like I said, man, I've been hanging in this vein, as you can see from the music I brought tonight. Yeah. It's good, man. I like it. I really liked the simplicity of the song. It was and the song's yeah. called Repeat. It's perfect. She just said look good, smell good, show up on time, repeat. That's the entire Dude, that, the entire song. Words to live by right there. You could that's a mantra, you know. Yeah. I got to do a smell good, show up. What was, what was the first part? <laughs> look good, smell good, show up on time, repeat. You know, it, sometimes it's better to show up early, Q. But uh, Not according to time. Naked Roommate. And that's true. Okay. All right, dude. That's all we got today. This one is fucking like, this is going to be like an hour and a half long, dude. My quad. That's because we each had, we had multiple clips, you know. Had to some do Some of our it. tracks. Had to do it. Sometimes you got to do it. Well, I've got an awesome outro picked out by ours truly, Mr. Mitchell. He's been sharing with me a bunch of really good, like what he thinks might tickle me just right in the, in the metal vein. And Mitchell you've got me pegged, dude. I'm I'm more into the like the desert rock, uh, I guess I don't know, stoner rock, stoner metal. I'm all about it, dude. It's a good gateway, dude. Yeah. Gateway drug in metal. Well, this album was perfect for it's just the right amount of rage cuz I was feeling it, dude, after what happened to me earlier today. I'm going to share a quick story with you all. So I'm in college right now. I'm taking online courses to get a bachelor's in Cloud computing. I took an online exam today. Uh, For you IT nerds out there, you know that the CompTIA exams, you got to take them to get your foot in the door in the world of IT. So I was all ready to go. Took my NetPlus exam today. Online proctored exam. Literally completely done with the exam. Had like three minutes left on the timer. I was going through my answers, just, you know, double checking everything. And then the entire system crashed. We tried to relaunch it like four times. Long story short, they were like, we have to revoke your exam now. Uh, Here's a case number to follow up with uh, customer support. I'm like, what? But I'm finished. Like, I'm done with the test. It's 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 tragic, man. It's tragic. I told you to listen to heavy metal right when that happened, because I was like, this is it, dude. This is when you listen to metal. And I did, man. So to keep the story short, I got on the phone with customer support and they said, well, it looks like you're... Looks like your exam is all finished on our end, uh, but we have to double check uh, the records and over, and they're going to have to re-examine the recorded webcam because it's all like recorded. Like they have my screen recorded, they have me on a webcam recorded so they know I'm not cheating and then we'll get back to you. I'm like, so I'm not going to know if I if I passed this test for like two days. Needless to say, I was livid. Well, how are you going to get your anger out, Here, Let's hear it. Well, okay, so this isn't like your stereotypical like uh Meshuggah level, you know, rage metal. Yeah, as we've talked about Q, there's there's many many branches on the on the metal tree and there's a branch for everyone. So well, this this tickled me just right, dude. And I I just with all this built up like adrenaline and shit after I got off the phone, I'm just glad that there might be a chance that I don't have to retake that test. But I was just like, dude, I called you like right after, dude. And I was just, I'm remember, i sure you could hear it, my anger. So I pulled up an album. It's a self-titled. This is actually brand new, dude. It came out last year by an artist or by a band named Slow Mosa. I think that's how you say that. Trav, you ever heard of them? I've heard of them. Yeah. Well, they're like right in the like Eagles of Death Metal, more Queens of the Stone Age, but a little more heavier, like stoner rock kind of stuff. And I'm going to play a song from that album to fade us out here. Uh, So that's it for today. That's our What You Heard episode. Do we want to tee up what we're doing next week, dude? Because it's going to be a blast. I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, let's do it. So, uh, you know, if you're you're a regular listener, you may have remembered uh, we had four episodes last year devoted to the music of John Hughes films. And so we did Ferris Bueller's Day Off. We did. Pretty in Pink, a couple of other ones. So, we're going to do something similar, but it's going to be, of all movies, Q, the music of Dumb and Dumber. Now, you might be thinking, that's kind of goofy. Especially people who didn't grow up at the per, we were the perfect age for Dumb and Dumber. Let's just put that out there. Yeah. But, like, forget about the movie. We put the movie aside. The music is like a 90s kind of alt rock mixtape if you will right really similar to in my mind to uh, what you're going to hear in a john hughes film yeah maybe you know possibly uh, artists that you may not have heard of it's the uh farrelly brothers and yeah i feel like they're a lot of their their uh, uh, albums a lot of their movies have great you know underground kind of music similar to john hughes films. so we thought it'd be fun to just dive into the soundtrack Pick some songs on there. We'll play the song that was featured in the film, but then we'll try to find a non-single from that band and play it alongside it. Yeah, so we'll pick a few a few bands from the from the soundtrack and, and yeah, play the. Well, you just said a cue, so I'm not going to repeat it. <laughs> but yeah, it's going to be fun. There's some good stuff on here. We love this soundtrack. Just put it out there. We yeah, we played. I mean, this is one of the soundtracks I know for sure that I I pirated this CD you know you're not supposed to admit that huh? dude. well dude, we we we're, were all doing that in the early early o's dude. that's true that's true yeah so that's next week um and then we'll see what happens after that you know we might we'll, yeah, i mean we'll probably stay in the 90s but you never know what's gonna happen so all right man well that's that i'm fucking starving you know because it's uh it's dinner time in my neck of the woods. uh all right so again we're gonna fade us out with a track by an artist called slow Mosa. Mitch, thanks again for the tunes. Good stuff. Uh, He brought us two songs today, man. He did. Um, All right. So I could not pick a favorite, but this one was the first one that had me going, oh, fuck yeah. So this (laughs) one is track three. It is called There Is Nothing New Under the Sun. That's going to do it for us today. Thank you so much, as always, for listening. My name is Quentin. Oh, By the way, you can find us on Twitter at NoFillerPodcast, and you can find us on The Pantheon Podcast website, that's our network, pantheonpodcast.com. I'm Travis. And I'm Quentin. Talk to you all later. 92%